A very good morning. Welcome to the news around Uganda this fifth day of April 2021. I'm Chris Higeni. The former Bishop of Kampala Archdiocese, Dr. Cyprian Tizitolwanga, will be buried on Thursday this week, according to the program released by the Vicar General of Kampala Archdiocese, Monsignor Charles Kasibante. Dr. Luanga was found dead in his bed on Saturday morning. Kasivante, while preaching during Easter prayers yesterday at Lubaga Cathedral, said there will be a requiem mass at Lubaga Cathedral on Monday starting at 2 p.m. On Tuesday, 6th April, the body of the deceased Archbishop will be taken to Chabakadi Catholic Parish Church located in Chambisi sub-county in Mokono district where a requiem mass will be celebrated starting 10 a.m. On Wednesday, 7th April, the body of the Archbishop will be taken to Namugongo Catholic Matters Shrine in Wakiso district where a requiem mass will be celebrated starting at 10 a.m. Archbishop Luanga will be finally buried in Raga Cathedral on Thursday, 8th April. The function will start with a requiem mass at 10 a.m. and the chairman of the Uganda Episcopal Conference, the Right Reverend Professor Joseph Anthony Ziwa, will preside over the requiem mass. During the same mass, Monsignor Charles Casivante read the message which Dr. Luanga had prepared for Easter, in which he asked security agencies to respect human rights. We have also heard reports of mysterious killing. We called upon all Ugandans and security forces to respect the sacredness of human life and the fundamental right to life. We should all remember that each one of us shall be judged by our work. I invite you to maintain faith, hope and love amidst the many challenges of life. I pray that in all situations of life, we as Christians may be good witnesses of Christ by living out the wisdom and the way of Jesus before a watching world. The Archbishop of the Church of Uganda, His Most Reverend Dr. Stephen Kazimba Mugalu, has mourned the death of the late Dr. Cyprian Tizitolwanga. Kazimba, who led the Easter prayers at All Saints Cathedral in Nakasero, said the late Luanga's death shocked him because they were together on Friday and he seemed fine. He thanked God for the late's life and taking him to be with him during the holy period of Jesus' resurrection because it means he will be alive again. His Grace, Dr. Chizito Luanga, who passed on yesterday after spending the, um, over half a day with us. We are with him and he made his uh, final remarks and we had joint benediction next to the people together with him. Not knowing that the person who was just near me here was ready to call. The former Minister for Ethics and Integrity, Maria Matembe, has mourned the late Archbishop Dr. Cyprian Chizitolwanga, who passed away yesterday, describing him as a man who loved peace and justice for all. Matembe said the late Archbishop loved people and did not fear to always castigate any form of injustice against the disadvantaged groups of people in society. She applauded the late Luanga for being a courageous man and for speaking out boldly whenever there was need to speak up, especially advocating for truth and justice. Jesus came to free the captives. He came to give rich to the poor. He came to help the vulnerable and the suffering. And to see that the Archbishop, even in his last day, in the last words he was saying, was to appeal for justice against unfairness, against the suffering. I want to remember him for standing firm without fear. Many other people have feared within politics, within church. 
It was a somber Easter Sunday in the Catholic Church as the church mourns the passing of the Kampala Archdiocese Archbishop Dr. Cyprian Tizitoluanga. Dr. Luanga was found dead in his room yesterday. He died aged 68 years. President Yorim Seveni last evening eulogized Archbishop Luanga, saying that he had died in faith. Here in Barara, the Bishop of Ankole Diocese, Dr. Sheldon Mwesije, said that Dr. Luanga had been a pillar of unity for all faiths in the country. The Muslim community also eulogized Bishop Luanga with the Mbarara district Kadi Sheikh Abdallah Mukwaya saying the latest wise guidance to the religious leaders will be missed. The Ankore Kigezi regional Kadi Abdul Karim Abdallah Katamba said Archbishop Luanga's death isn't a loss to the Catholic Church alone but all Ugandans. Away from that, the Bishop of Arua Catholic Diocese, Sabino Ochan Odoki, has called upon Christians in the diocese to celebrate Easter as a family and help the needy. Bishop Odoki also appeals to families of the Christians to be cautious of coronavirus since they need to follow standard operating procedures or SOPs during the celebrations. And my wishes go to the families that at this Easter you may celebrate together the resurrection of the Lord. But I have to caution you also, we are still in the time of coronavirus. So in every celebration, be cautious about the spread of coronavirus. The bishop also encourages Christians to pray and share the little they have with the needy. In other news, the Harvest Money Expo starts today and all Ugandans have been called upon to participate by watching and listening to all vision group platforms. It starts today, April 5th up to the 9th, then also from the 12th up to the 16th of April from 9 to 11 a.m. in the morning. The expo will be aired live on all vision group platforms, on television, radio, papers and on social media where farmers will be trained in modern farming and in different skills. The outgoing managing director of Vision Group, Robert Kabushenga, has also called upon the public to read, watch and listen to our platforms where they will be trained in modern farming. We've scheduled training sessions from different people and on different subjects, particularly poultry, banana growing, piggery, passion fruit farming, zero grazing, coffee farming, fish farming, house avocado, urban farming, goat keeping. But depending on demand, because this is virtual, we can always adjust. Uh, one of the most interesting new farming activities that has suddenly exploded is rabbit farming. So we will be ready to make the adjustment. Thank you. I am very happy to finally own a tractor. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mili. Thank you. All right. The Deputy Dutch Ambassador in Uganda, Voris Vans Bommel, expressed gratitude for the good mobilization made by Vision Group in the transformation of agriculture. I can't express myself how pleased I am that we are today starting with this uh, virtual um, Harvest Money Expo. For us it's such an important event. We have seen it in the last three years when we have running the event um, with all the farmers, with the links to, to the Netherlands, with the links to technology, with the opportunities to increase productivity, to make links to the markets. It's so important to continue. And even in those times of COVID, uh, it is probably even more important to continue that exchange of information to see how we can help together Uganda, the companies and the Dutch government, the Netherlands government would like to help on that one in contributing towards Uganda's vision on transforming the agriculture sector towards a really commercial farming sector, which is possible. The expo is organized by the Vision Group and sponsored by Champerisa International Limited, dealing in Hendrix, SR Afrochicks, Masubi Farm, dealing in Avocado, Engineering Solution Uganda Limited, who sell tractors, Feti Plus Organic Fertilizer, Davis and Shatliff, and Netherlands Embassy in Uganda. 
In northern Uganda, all non-South Sudan truck drivers have parked their vehicles and cargo in the Ugandan border town of Elegu, protesting the increased murder of their colleagues on the South Sudan side of the border. The truck drivers from Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania and Somalia are crying out for help as they alleged that 16 of their colleagues were killed and others burned to death in South Sudan in the last one month. And in some circumstances, their vehicles were also burnt. Reports from police indicate that around nine truck drivers were either killed or gravely injured in South Sudan on the 28th and 29th of March and on the 1st of April 2021. Among the truck drivers who are believed to have been killed are Ugandans, a father and a son. According to Wilson Bira, a Ugandan truck driver, they have not been helped and the dead bodies of their colleagues are rotting away in South Sudan. Kenyan and Tanzanian truck drivers have spent three days at the now fully packed BLD yard. They want the government to intervene or provide them with security if they are to resume work. For us here, uh, we are here, we are stuck, we cross the border, we don't want uh, the vehicles to go to, the, to Sudan. We need those people to come and talk with us because when you go there, those people, every time they are right. When you park the vehicle aside, when someone come and knock your vehicle, when you go to the offices, you are wrong even if you are parked the truck. The Asoa Region Police spokesperson Jimmy Patrick Okema has subsequently released a statement to the media through WhatsApp condemning the attacks on the truck drivers. Highway. Basically, these trucks were coming back now to Mimuli inside Uganda. And one person also believed to have been banned to the truck because when they went, the truck got banned completely and you can't even see anything like a human being. Uh, they have decided to park BLD, a parking yard, and they expect uh, to hear big assurance from the government of South Sudan before they can move uh, into. Indeed, it's very risky. Yeah. So they are right. They'll have to be patient and wait for a better communication. Probably if they need to be escorted like it, it, it happened sometimes, well, in a statement, he notes that the truck drivers were murdered along Yei Juba Road and are now decomposing in the bushes. The East African Legislative Assembly, Yala MP Rose Akulo, a call wants government to establish processing factories for cassava and sweet potatoes in Teso region. A call notes with concern that a lot of cassava and sweet potatoes in Teso, including hers in Bokeria district, are rotting, while some are selling it as cheap as 200 to 300 shillings per kilogram due to lack of a factory. She suggests that the government, through the proposed 4th Northern Uganda Social Action Fund, known as SAF4, should establish factories to process raw cassava for starch and other products. This, according to her, will improve the household income and realize a return on the labor and money spent by farmers on producing cassava. Dr. Robert Lim Lim, the NUSAF 3 coordinator, says the next phase of NUSAF will discuss how to bring in components of value addition, post-harvest management, and agribusiness, among others. Dr. Okasai Opolot, the Kumi County MP-elect, wants the aspect of value addition to be included in the next NUSAF phase so that people benefit more. And that's the news around the country. I'm Chris Higeni. Good morning.